Taking the pulse of the city, the capital letter on Newstalk ZB. And the capital letter comes with New Zealand Herald's issue reporter, Georgina Campbell. Good morning, George. Good morning, Nick. How are you? I'm on fire. We've had a couple of busy hours here, and I've got about 30 texts that I haven't been able to read because it's been so flat out. And my topic this morning's being whether we should bring a commission in to run the council because I think it's dysfunctional and it's terrible. But anyway, what on earth was Andy thinking taking a St. Patrick's Day lunch when Wellington Water was having to answer for all their stuff-ups in front of him, supposedly, that he wasn't there? This really wasn't a good look for our mayor, was it? I mean, unfortunately for him, he really doesn't have much of a political antenna for this sort of thing. And if Wellington Border is appearing before the council after such a scandal like the fluoride situation, even if the appearance was for an unrelated matter, surely you'd clear your schedule, let alone attend a St Patrick's Day lunch. Now, Andy Foster says, as the mayor, he frequently has crashes in his schedule, and this was one of them. Uh, He says he's in regular contact with Wellington Water and is across the issues. But um, committee chairwoman Diane Calvert says the city's water infrastructure needs to have the full attention of council, and she delivered a real burn to the mayor, although it was a subtle one. She said each elected representative is responsible for their own decisions and how they contribute to resolving the city's critical issues. Ouch. Ouch. And she felt that, uh, that that public health and safety was an issue with this Wellington water and she wanted to, to, she wanted to ask questions because it was unrelated, the reason they were there. They were there cap in hand trying to get $400 million from the council or something ridiculous. And actually, by, sorry? $5 million. Oh, was it $5 million? I thought it was $400. Sorry, that's <laughs> $5 million. Thanks, George. Well, they, they were trying to get an extra $5 million. So they were there cap in hand and didn't want to even answer the, the fact that they'd made these monumental cock-ups. Not right. Well, that, it, it would be weird, right, if, if they weren't asked about the fluoride situation. As, and as Chairwoman um, Councillor Calvert, you know, allowed elected members to, to ask questions about the fluoride situation because, you know, as she rightfully says, it would have been the elephant in the room otherwise. That's right. Speaking of water, it seems uh, the condition of the infrastructure is is partly to blame. We know that. We've known that for years, George. You've read about, written about it for years. I mean, this is no surprise, but our callers have been saying that the, for, for too many councils don't want to do the unsexy stuff. This is unsexy. It doesn't get votes, does it? Well, previously, I think it would be fair to say that it's unsexy and it hasn't got votes, but I think we have woken up to um, the water infrastructure crisis in the city. And to be fair, the regional council has quickly allocated money to getting the fluoride situation fixed. And I would say, um, if they didn't know there was a problem, it's pretty hard for them to fix it. And that's exactly what this independent inquiry into the fluoride situation will hopefully tell us, is who knew um, what and when and how far up the Wellington hierarchy uh, this situation got. But I just did want to mention, Nick, that I have been looking into this issue meticulously over the past um, few days. And one thing that I found out is that it's not just issues with the machinery that controls the dosage of fluoride. There are actually also issues with the infrastructure where the fluoride is stored. And this was really interesting because it turns out that the way the tanks are stored are a problem, that the tanks are actually beyond their use-by date. And even worse, The concrete ceiling at Gear Island, which is one of the treatment plants, has deteriorated and needs to be addressed to allow safe access 
into the fluoride room. So in other words, people can't even get in there safely because the building is in such a state. You see, I thought to myself that surely a couple of shovels and a couple of buckets they could fluoride the water again. That's what I thought when I first heard it. But obviously it's a hell... (laughs) I always try and make things simple, George. How does Wellington Waters feel about Doug Martin being appointed to lead the review into the mismanagement? Yeah, so Doug Martin is the founder of Martin Jenkins um, and he's heading up this review and the firm, interestingly, has actually undertaken work for Wellington Water previously and that was a professional development workshop run for the company's people and capability team. Doug Martin and the firm are also doing a lot of work on the government's three waters reforms, but Wellington Waters Board says it has every confidence in the integrity of Doug Martin and sees no conflict of interest. Um, The board really sees this as an inquiry into the business and management of Wellington Waters fluoridation operations. So they think, you know, a business person with um, Doug Martin's experience and independence is, um, he's the most appropriate person for the job. George, I'm shaking my head in disbelief because I started the show by saying that the Wellington City Council makes me feel like going and seeing professional help and hopping on a couch, right? (laughs) So, So I've just hopped back on my couch. They've got somebody that's done work for them, A... B, done work for, for someone else close to their association, B, doing the inquiry. That's, that to me as a business person or as a sane person, I'm not even going to say business, as a sane, reasonably sane person, ridiculous. Yeah, and, and it's Wellington Waters' decision um, as opposed to the council okay. in, in terms yeah. of appointing him. But I, I just think it was worth raising, yeah, he has done this other work and putting that to the board, but they seem to be fine with it and um, have confidence that there's no conflict well, of interest there. Well, I think there's a hell of a conflict of interest and if they were really smart about no, no matter who's calling for the inquiry, I would have got an independent person in. If, I was, if it was my business and I had a problem, I'd get an independent, not one of the managers, to have a look and do it, give me an inquiry. That's not an inquiry. What do you think of my ideas? I started the show by saying it's time to for, for the government to put a commission in to look after the City Council, Wellington City Council. We've, t- we've just had enough. What are your thoughts? Well, I totally disagree with you, Nick, (laughs) and I feel very strongly about this subject. Okay. There is a high threshold for the government to, you know, appoint commissioners and essentially override um, local democracy. We shouldn't um, turn to that unless we absolutely have to. It is an absolute last resort. Wellington City Council is not at that point. It wasn't at that point last year when we had all of those problems with the dysfunction of of the council and an independent review. At the end of the day, the politics are raging at Wellington City Council, but the council is still actually functioning at, you know, like a basic level, like they're still getting decisions and pushing them through the committees. It's just there's a lot of sort of tearing ones here out during the process. Yeah, uh, well, I think I think when you come back into the office, we can have that conversation because I think we'll, we we could argue on that one quite a while, and we don't have the time. But I totally respect your opinion and you as a reporter, and I would always back you instead of me because you'd have the facts. But I think I think that the council is at that stage. That's my personal thought. George, always a pleasure. Thank you very much, Georgina Campbell, who is the New Zealand Herald issues reporter.